and welcome to the Cold Coffee Club, a podcast brought to you by Houston Moms. We're here to give you a little bit of that mom-to-mom connection, fun, and conversation amidst all the chaos. Join us as we take a break from doing all the things and explore the wide spectrum of this crazy motherhood role. We'll interview fun guests, talk about cool grown-up topics, laugh, share, and grow together. So go ahead, reheat that coffee, and put your feet up. Here we go. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Cold Coffee Club. I'm so excited to dig into this topic today with Tiffany Harris. She and I are going to chat about parenting and what that looks like as far as do as I say, not as I do. I know that there are a lot of things we teach our children, like moderating their screen time, things like that, where we might not be doing the same thing for ourselves. So Tiffany and I are going to chat about that and ways to kind of combat that. Um, It's hard. So she and I are going to ping pong some ideas on how to find some balance because as adults, we don't always want to have those rules that we had while we were kids, but also realizing that we are our children's first teacher. We'll get into that after I spill some tea. So my win this week is that I have mentioned before, I am the worst plant parent ever. I cannot keep plants alive. Um, I, I've i heard that succulents and cactuses, cacti, are um, foolproof. I have killed both. Uh, so it is, it is challenging for me, but I decided to jump back into it again. My youngest and I went plant shopping and so far so good. I've had them for a week. So, you know, who knows, but I am holding on to hope. I'm hoping I learned something this time around. Um, I'm, I also learned, I spoke with someone at a nursery nearby and they were explaining to me like, Hey, Houston is humid. You do not need to water your plants as much as you think you do. I think that might've been part of the problem. So I am watering them a lot less. I am fighting the urge to keep watering them. I feel like they, they're thirsty, but I'm trying. So hopefully these plants make it. I spent solid money and time trying to uh, fill my house with plants. So we'll see what happens. So I have a great fail to have. I have too many books. I have too many books in my audiobook library. I have too many books in my house that I need to work my way through. And I'm loving that I have them piling up a little bit because it's encouraging me to go ahead and keep reading. I keep getting, I know I've mentioned the app Libby that is connected to your local library. Uh, that is a quick and easy way to check out audiobooks, to check out books in your tablet or your phone. And I keep getting alerts like your hold is ready. Here's another book. And I have to keep suspending holds because I have like four books checked out right now and 14 days to read them. This is a great problem to have. And I am really trying to push myself to read as much as possible. I know that I start strong typically at the beginning of the year and then I kind of winnow down a little bit, but I have great momentum right now. I think I'm up to seven books so far this year. And I love that. So that is my fail, but I just have too many books. And that's that's a great fail to have. For my cream and sugar this week, I'm going to recommend a TikTok account that is giving me so much joy. I laugh hysterically. It's embarrassing how relatable most of these TikToks are. Uh, and they're just hilarious. Uh, her name is Yolinda Dong. So it's Y-O-L-E-E-N-D-A-D-O-N-G. 
And I will put that in our show notes. She is hilarious. And she has been my favorite TikToker for the last few weeks. And if you are needing something to laugh about on TikTok, she's the one. I find a lot of TikTokers who are younger, who it's like, oh, that was relatable back when I was 20. That's funny. But she's like a full grown, grown up. <laughs> she makes me laugh. And I'm like, yep, yep, I feel all of that. I love it. Thank you. Hey, Houston, I want to hear from you. Would you like to be a guest on the Cold Coffee Club? Send me a message at the Cold Coffee Club HM at gmail.com. That's the Cold Coffee Club HM, like Houston Moms, at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you. All right. I feel like all of us have had the mental thought of do as I say, not as I do. At some point in our parenting journey, we know (laughs) that we are not always being the best role models and best examples for our children all the time, but we are constantly telling them to do certain things that might not be very easy for us to do. So I'm joined with Tiffany Harris today, and she and I are going to dig into some of the things we are really trying to instill in our children that we don't always do ourselves. Uh, So for starters, I know that one thing I struggle with myself is teaching my children to, um, to stick to a strict screen time schedule and like, hey, we're going to limit this (laughs) and this is just how it's going to be. But then also realizing I'm on my phone damn near 24 (laughs) seven. So what are you what are you dealing with on that end? Like, how do you kind of find that balance for them? Have your kids ever called you out on it? (laughs) They have. They have. um, And they there's always this level of it's not fair kind of thing or they'll call my husband out particularly uh, because he actually kind of he kind of walks around with his uh, ear like his buds in his ears Mm -hmm. and with his phone always in his hand so I think they see it with me um, and and they struggle sometimes when I'm like watching a clip or something like that Mm -hmm. and then I'm I'm not as attentive and they're trying to get my attention yeah and they don't realize that I'm doing it for decompression, mm-hmm. relaxation. Um, but yeah, I've had to get really better. Like I've, re- I have to get better with it because they do have a very strict, like mm-hmm. kind of rule. How our rules with them on screen time. Um, and so, like I was telling you, like podcasts have been a really good way of around some of that too. Mm-hmm as listening to podcasts with them, particularly in the car. Uh, so I really, it's a, it's a struggle. Like yeah. even, I mean, even during the week, what we've said, which we're not at all good at, like we'll do it for a month. Yep. <laughs> like no TV day. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... And then it's so, almost punishment for you. <laughs> it is punishment for us, sort of. Like I could do other things I could read, I could clean mm-hmm. up. I could write mm-hmm. like there's just a ton of other things that I should be doing and yeah. I just don't do. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping that maybe as we head into the spring, head into the summer, like we've said, we would do it a lot. We would, we wanted to do it in the summer because they're home a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There's not as much good things on TV anyway during the sure. summer. So, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It is always a struggle though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
I also am starting to realize just how much is on my phone. And so I will go out of my way to to tell my children, like, yes, I'm on my phone, but I'm I'm checking my bank account. Yeah, (laughs) I'm paying bills. (laughs) I'm not having fun. I'm handling business. I'm checking an email from your teacher. I get 1900 emails a day from your teachers. I'm just checking (laughs) to see if it's like an emergency. Do you need something? What what list do I need to sign up for? What thing do I need to donate to your class? Like I'm doing things. I'm not, you know, watching shows or whatever. Yeah. No, I was going to say, and that's the other thing is that they're now also picking up on the fact that more can be done on your phone. Mm -hmm. Like I was just telling my husband, my, my son now, he asked Siri something, which I thought was kind of an odd request, but she, like, she responded like the AI or whatever it is responded with an answer. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, he's starting to pick up on the fact that he can just say, Siri, what is, Yes. or tell me about, and you know, it'll respond with an answer. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of, that was a little bit goof, like crazy to me when that happened yeah. the other day. So yeah. <laughs> What's another thing you have been working on teaching your children that maybe you have a hard time doing yourself? So I've got to just tell the world, <laughs> cussing. I'm a huge. My husband won't let me do it as much as I used to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I. So for the audience, I don't mean that like in let like there's consequences if I do. Right. Um, but in terms of like, we talked about this even when I, before we had kids, and even when I was pregnant in the early years, is that I did, like I had a mouth that you know, I could just, that was just yeah. my thing. Mm-hmm. And he grew up in a household where he rarely ever heard it. His sure. mother was a pastor. She was, you know, very much into the church. So he said he can count the number of times he heard cussing. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, see, so that's not my experience. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mine either. But it is an absolute game changer when you hear those words coming from that cute little face that you created. It is totally different. (laughs) So so story time, Mm -hmm. another story time. My daughter says to me yesterday, she's like, mom, I almost cussed at school today. And I was like, now for her, cussing could mean a couple of different things. Mm -hmm. So she's even attributed like not good words mm-hmm. with cussing so yeah. you know i won't say them because they are not good words but right. um but this was not a, this was this was definitely a cuss word she was going to say to her <laughs> it starts with f <laughs> all right <laughs> and i said and, she, and, to me, and my husband was like he's like well what was it i said no 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 like these, these are not your businesses right right <laughs> he's more he's a lot more strict about it than mm-hmm. i i mean they don't cuss around me it's not right. a thing that i accept but i don't think it's the end of the world that they know the sure. word and that they know how to use them correctly mm-hmm. because again it's all about context like yes. if you're just spitting off words just to be spitting off words and that's where I have a problem right I said what happened and she said she was struggling with like something at school so she was (laughs) gonna say it kind of to herself she said I caught myself I said well Kaliana (laughs) dear baby sweetheart (laughs) let's find other words to use yes that you know can can communicate that same level of frustration darn it yeah dang it (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's a Rats fine line. Was one of my favorites. 
That's what I, I don't used think to I've say. I've ever well. heard anyone say rats in real oh life. Oh my gosh, my mom used to say it all the time because again, oh my gosh. like we, I am a product of my environment, <laughs> so. Yeah, she she it. had to switch to rats. Yeah. She had to say rats. And so yeah. we used to start saying it when we were little. So I clearly <laughs> remember saying rats. All oh the my time. gosh. Oh my gosh. So, and it's yes. it's a fine line because you you don't want your kids to be just like those kids that are shocked if they ever hear it like right. what did you say? Right. But you also don't want to make it a habit. And I I um have some conflict with my ex-husband about this he like has given them like a a cussing hour where it's like say all the things you need to say get it out and i'm like can we focus (laughs) on like like it'd be one thing i'm all about balance it'd be one thing if like you're great at kind words you are great at speaking life into other people and then you need to just like get that out you need that that cathartic experience we're struggling being kind why are we giving an hour (laughs) saying the (laughs) ugly words what we don't need this (laughs) and that is one that is one guilty pleasure I have on like TikTok is these videos of parents being like, you can say a bad word in the bathroom, say one word. I'm going to shut the door. You're not going to get in trouble. You can say one. <laughs> and it is the funniest thing watching these kids be like, oh, yes, I'm ready. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I didn't find cussing to be very helpful until I was really an adult. Mm-hmm. So cussing really is, it really is an adult experience mm-hmm. only because... Like, I remember I've had to use, the F word is my favorite word. Like, I think oh, it's the yes. fa- my favorite oh. word in the entire English yes. language. I don't know any root of it. I don't know nothing about it, but it is my favorite word. So I've had to use it a couple of very mm-hmm. specific times, and it has communicated a very specific message, mm-hmm. and it has alerted those that I've had to say the word to that there are no more games being played right oh, now. Oh, yes. Yes. So, um, so so I really do think it's an adult experience, mm-hmm. kind of like tattoos and other yeah. sex and all those sure. other things. Like so, <laughs> like yes. I think there are some things that are really was, you know, should be relegated for the adult life because Absolutely. it's it's that's where it's appropriate. Yes, uh, my I do daughter- have to recommend to you. There is a documentary on Netflix that came out in 2021 called "The History of Swear Words." Oh, really? You need to watch it. It is. So Nicolas Cage like narrates it and it is so funny, but it literally breaks down the etymology of all these cuss words and where they came from, what they meant at the time, what they mean now. It is so much fun. (laughs) We're going out of town, so we need some Netflix. So the etymology and what is it called? Uh, The history of swear words. The history of swear words. Yes. I am going to definitely yes, watch that. Do it. While we are gone. Yes. <laughs> because then, you know, I'll be watching with my husband and he mm-hmm. has some sort of he has some feelings about it. Mm-hmm. But again, he doesn't like he just didn't grow up with it and he doesn't sure. say them very yeah. often. But I my grandfather was a cusser, my daddy mm-hmm. was a cusser, my yeah. mama was a cusser. <laughs> like I just like there's just no but my son on the other hand he does not use them he does mm-hmm. not say them my daughter on the other hand has been saying them since she's, she's ready <laughs> like i don't I love even her. <laughs> and she uses them correctly which is also oh, yes. more awesome at two yes she says, i was like girl you don't even know words what are you talking about saying these words <laughs> 
times. My youngest was like that. You said what? My youngest was like that. And he knew the context. And he was the only one, just the little toddler chasing after everybody, just saying all the words. I'm like, oh, man. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I will say before I jump into my my next one, I will say that I have to constantly fight the urge between, you know, screen time and cussing, things like that. I have to fight the urge of telling my children, I'm an adult. Like I can do this. I pay the bills. I will use my phone as much as I want to. I paid for it. I I have to fight that urge because it's not helping them learn like Exactly. What what the operation is, the understanding. And I don't want it just to be just like I don't want to be one of those parents. It's like because I said so. Well, that's not helping me. (laughs) So I try to help them understand, like, because I need to do these things or because, you know, I know that cussing might not be the best choice in the world. I should be able, I have an English degree. I should be able to find other (laughs) words to use that will relay the information that I need to, but sometimes they're not as efficient and effective. And there's not that like, (laughs) when you say the F word, there is like vitriol behind it. Like, oh, you felt it. (laughs) And And so saying a different word is not always going to get that effect, but you know, I can because I'm an adult. I, you know, you can make the cho- the, the choice um, when you're an adult if you want to say those words and you exactly. are willing to accept the consequences that come with that because you yep. can't just say it to anybody. You can't just exactly. throw that around. So if you're willing to accept the consequences, that's you. That's on you when you're an adult. Yeah. You do that. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. One thing I do struggle with with my children, um, it's very much a do as I say, not as I do. They <laughs> need to understand that sometimes as an adult, white lies are necessary. Ooh, sometimes, I didn't have on my list. Yes. <laughs> sometimes you have to play nice. If your boss asks you a question and you have to kind of sort of agree or, you know, like my job is on the line here, or, you know, sometimes you might have to do a little white lie to get through. Yes. (laughs) And, and sometimes they've called me out like, well, that's not a hundred percent true. And I'm like, okay, I understand. Or, you know, navigating an ex-husband. Sometimes you have to play nice. (laughs) And you might not be giving the full information. You might not giving be giving the full truth. Sometimes it's a little necessary just to smooth sail it. And I have always told my children, you know, we don't keep secrets. That is one thing. If if another adult told my children, don't tell your mom this or whatever, that's a problem. But also when navigating, for example, co-parenting, I have told my kids, like, you are entitled to tell your dad any and everything. But sometimes, and I feel like withholding information is is a way of lying. And so sometimes I don't tell him every detail of everything that's happening in my house. Dad doesn't need to know that. And we go back to the acronym of think, like, is it it truthful? Is it helpful? Is it um, inspiring? Is it necessary? (laughs) And is it kind? And so sometimes we land on the, is it necessary for dad to know every detail of, well, mom said this, mom didn't like this. And it's not necessary. And so I teaching them that having tact and really thinking about the effect that some of your words might have, that information isn't always needed. (laughs) It's, it's interesting. 
my daughter did something like that with my brother with my brother with my son mm-hmm. and she was saying something and she's a very like but it's true and i said right well, was it necessary right like, what, like were you help were you being kind like you mm-hmm. said were you being kind in that moment mm-hmm. did it make him feel good if the answer to that mm-hmm. is no then you know step back fall back in that moment Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. There was a point where one of my kids drew a picture and I was like, this is great. Thank you so much for sharing this with me. And my oldest was like, mom, that wasn't great. Why did you say it was great? And I'm like, A, your brother put a lot of effort into this and yeah. it was an improvement to what he used to do. So it right. was great. And so he doesn't understand like saying something that might be that might, you know, make someone feel good, even if it's not amazing. No, it's not the best thing I've ever seen in my life, but it was great for you. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so just learning how to like, how to, how to make those choices. It might yeah. seem like a white lie, but sometimes it's like, Hey, I want to inspire this person. I want them to keep going. I want them to feel good. Sometimes it just kind of comes with the territory and and yeah. they're, they're trying to figure out like, well, when is this okay? Am I allowed to say <laughs> this is nice when I think it's ugly. If your hair looks stupid, can I say it looks stupid? I'm like, mm, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to. It's not necessary. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. And that is and that is difficult to navigate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. I feel like yeah. though you learn it in friendships because... Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you say things to your friends that you don't want that aren't. And that's what I, I, I honestly, that's what I always bring it back to. Mm-hmm. I was particularly with my daughter. I was like, would you like it if someone said something like that? Exactly. exactly. And I know that she's very attuned to what feels good to her, feels good inside of her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to navigate. Though. Yes. It really is. Yes. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I know another one for me. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm just an adult mm-hmm. is sweets. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, we 100% limit their sweets. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like yeah. We can go to it. We can be to the extreme of like sometimes once a week or just mm-hmm. twice a week. Um, they don't drink like just juice and yeah. things like that. So even, I mean, they didn't have like, I don't know that they've ever had pop number one but mm-hmm. they i don't know but we didn't even have them drinking juice until they were probably th- four years old yep. i i don't even think it was three um but because all they ever drunk was water mm-hmm. um now mind you there are days where i need a cookie a day just to get through <laughs> amen <laughs> amen <laughs> or my coffee which is mm-hmm. not coffee it's a mocha right um, i right. talked about this like, yeah it's my coffee habit i drink wine mm-hmm. um Yes. So, yes, it's not hard. the best for me, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and and that's a that's the interesting thing too is my kids will catch on like, well, how come you get to have this and this? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm done developing. My brain has already <laughs> right? done everything it's gonna do. You're still growing. I'm done. <laughs> and that's a good point. That really is a good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like it's, we just I we go back to is it healthy for you? Right. And everything is about you know, healthy. And for those mm-hmm. that don't know, I'm tall. So you've seen, you've met me. I'm like six mm-hmm. feet tall. My husband's over six feet tall. Yeah. 
And I'm like, you, do you want your growth done it? Like, we want mm-hmm. you to be as tall and as healthy as possible. Okay. Sure. So yeah. they are, you know, and they're not quite yet. So strangely enough, I will eat more vegetables. I can eat vegetables. My husband loves vegetables. Mm-hmm. They are not big on vegetables. So mm-hmm. they haven't quite caught up to that, which is another right. reason why we try to also balance off the sweets because sure. there's nothing good in that. So. Right. Right. Absolutely. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Like even my husband <laughs> for their snacks for school, like he didn't want to put anything snacky, you know, sugary. And I was like, babe, you're just going to have to. Like, right. I like, I don't know what else they're not going to eat. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he want. Like, not, you know, A, you can't have nuts at school, but he was right. just trying to have, you know, something non-sugary, non-sweet. Right. Right. And he he stuck to it for a while, but yeah. they're just, you know, they're just A, they're growing so fast that they yeah. need that stuff. And it burns off, I mm-hmm. I think, because it doesn't I'm that's why I tell him. I'm like, Hey, do you see this like are they overweight or right. do you see right. anything sluggish about them? Mm-hmm. But yeah, the sweets thing. And yeah. my you know, my husband is a big juice drinker. We mm-hmm. don't let the kids, like I said, have a lot of juice. I'm a sweets person. Yeah. He doesn't eat a lot of sweets, but the kids do. So we really yeah. try to balance that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what well, it's, it's all about moderation I'm finding. Yes. And we will, <laughs> we will dig into like ways to kind of combat these things a little bit. But uh, my last thing is just sharing. My kids are noticing that they have to do their best mm. to share. Not always. I don't make them share in every situation. Or it's like, if you have something and you take it to the park, some kid can't just walk up to you and be like, you need to share, give it here. No, that's not how it op- we operate here. But in our household, if it's a free for all and you've set it down, it's time to share. Like yeah. you, you walked away. I don't know what you want yeah. me to tell you, but they're noticing um, that they don't, that I don't necessarily have to share my stuff. And, and I've tried to explain to them, like, but like, I first, my reaction was, but, but it's mine. And they're like, yeah, some of this stuff is mine. <laughs> like, okay. Um, what is it that you're what looking do they at? Want you to share, Ashley? Exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> they're like, well, first they wanted me to share my room. They're like, how come you don't just let us come in your room and just be in your room whenever we want to, you should share. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? No. So then I, when they brought that up, I was like, okay, you have your own rooms. You can ask people like, Hey, I would like you to leave my room, please. And you can do that. And my oldest, my younger two share a room, but my oldest has his own room. And he's like, I hate when they come in here and they do this, this and this. And I'm like, you are welcome to close off your room. If people aren't respecting your space, you are welcome to say, Nope, it's my room leave but they like i have an exercise bike in my room and i'm like no you can't ride it and they're like that's not sharing i'm like okay (laughs) well this is not safe for for you it's not built for your body so there's my reasoning it's not safe for you or like i'm trying to look around my room like what else most of the time it's like breakable stuff where it's like Mm -hmm. no don't touch that why (laughs) but they're seeing that and i and i think it also ties in with some of the other adults in their lives, especially people who like are very much relaying messages of I worked hard for my stuff 
and I don't want to share with other people. Mm. I don't want to do for other people. I don't care about other people. I did my part to get where I need to be. <laughs> that and and that mentality is coming to them from other adults in their lives. And so right. I have to combat that with, hey, we have some resources. We have the luxury. Even though I work really hard and it is hard work being a single parent, I have resources that other people don't have. So making sure to, you know, do things where it's like, let's let's help other people. We made care packages in November that we are passing out to people we see who are panhandling. Like, look, I don't have any money to give you. Here's a bottle of water and a snack and some clean socks and and all these things where it's like, I have the the ability to do this for you. So I'm going to share in this way. Um, that's kind of how I've been trying to teach them like, hey, I am sharing in a way. Yeah. It might not be the way that you think it makes sense to share, yeah. but here here we are sharing. <laughs> yeah. I, I would think that the only thing that that comes up for in our household is our devices, number one, mm -hmm. like so our iPads, our phones, and mm -hmm. then the TV. Yeah. Um, and then, I, like I shared, I think in a previous episode, my son broke our TV yeah. upstairs, so now we don't have that to share. Yeah. <laughs> but that's about the only thing in food. Yeah. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. <laughs> daughter was like my kids were always in my food yes like get out of my place <laughs> in my body like with mothers we know like we have shared oh, our body too. that like, too access to my body I'm just oh like, yes I... i'm so glad you brought that up one of my kids at one point said your body is my body and i was like whoa <gasps> no sir <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is a consequence of extended breastfeeding because yes, now you think is. that you just are part of me, like an yes. attachment. And yes. no, <laughs> my daughter still to this day touches me. Yes. And I'm and even both of the kids, like I was just standing there. We were waiting for food one day and they were just walking around me, touching yeah. me the whole mm -hmm. time. Doing mm -hmm. like ring around the rosy or something. Oh, no. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like my body has turned over to these people. So yes. I, oh, you do. You have to be like, look, love you. Yes. <laughs> you yes. need one more hug before I tell you you can't touch me. Right. <laughs> that's it. I forgot about that. And that's one thing that and that's interesting because that's one thing I've always told my children. You do not have to share. You can decide right. if you want to hug, kiss, right. whatever, whatever. <laughs> like I have been driving that home since day one. But when it comes to me, they're just like, I am entitled to touch you all the time. No, like you're this. not. This is my daughter all over me. She's oh just like splayed over my body. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's they're insane. They're crazy people. All these yeah. little people are nuts. <laughs> yeah. So one way I, I, you know, I mentioned is especially with screen time, one way I kind of combat the confusion of, you know, you said this, but you're doing this is just kind of giving them a play by play right now. I'm working on this or right now there's an urgent email that I need to check out um, so that they, they understand that while I'm working on keeping these boundaries for myself, sometimes there are exceptions where it's like, I have to mm -hmm. do this. I'm not doing this for fun. I'm not doing this to take away time from our family. I'm not doing this because, you know, for any reason other than like, uh oh, this is an urgent situation. I need to take care of this. Um, when it comes to uh, like the white lies, sometimes I'll explain to them, like I said this to help them feel better or like, here's what I said. My boss said, I want to start doing this, this and this. And I might've said, that's a great idea, but did you hear what I followed it up with? 
Also, though, I think we should maybe explore A, B, and C. Like, there are just ways you have to be sort of diplomatic as an adult. (laughs) And I need you to understand this. And I've tried to explain to them, like, hey, it's a different ball game when you're an adult and your your livelihood is counting on these things or, you know, whatever. Um, Or, you know, there's a mom at my kid's birthday party who I don't particularly care for and I've never maybe said anything bad about her but yeah let's go have coffee sometimes and the boys will be like you don't seem very excited actually to hang out with her and I'm like you're right I don't think she's my favorite person but you know here's an opportunity for me to maybe learn more about her maybe I haven't given her enough of a chance maybe I don't know her well enough to make a decision whatever so those are kind of ways to sort of combat that that confusion (laughs) a little bit um you know and same as sharing like hey i'm gonna give you an explanation why i'm not gonna share this with you (laughs) i have a glass of mommy juice i'm not sharing this with you because you're not allowed to have this (laughs) (laughs) and because floaties in my (laughs) cup all the time like no i don't want to share with you (laughs) yeah yeah for me i know with like um cussing it Mm -hmm. is So, A, one of the things is I have definitely pulled back mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah. Um, because just for the fact of, um, I do now see how much of a sponge they are. Mm-hmm. And even though my daughter, and my daughter was kind of, like, she wasn't saying it all the time or anything like that. But the fact that she was picking it up and then picking it up with context, yeah, I knew that I had to, you know. So, I really only do it when I've forgotten something, when mm-hmm. I've hit my toe, you know, mm-hmm. doing certain things that kind of, like you said, there's not a better word that yeah. is just front of mind, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing is, like I said, I don't shame them for saying it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, like I said, my daughter, my my husband is not a big fan of it, so mm-hmm. I do try to be like, hey, that's not something you want to do in front of your dad, because he just doesn't really, he just right. doesn't cuss, so he yeah. is a lot less tolerant of it than I am. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, like I said, you know, last night, even I was just like, here are some other words that you can use to get your point across to say mm-hmm. to yourself, because I don't want to hear something like that, you know, yeah. from the teacher, like, hey, she said this yeah. word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. yeah, I am. Um, so those are those are ways that I even really just try to get around the cussing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we talk about this a lot on this podcast, but giving grace uh, to ourselves and to our children, we are constantly talking about that. And I think even when we are making mistakes where it's like my kids are seeing me do something that contradicts everything I'm teaching them, acknowledging that in front of them and like owning up to it, I think goes a long way with them. Like, hey, mom knows that this is not the choice she should be making. She's owning up to to it in front of us so that we know that she knows <laughs> exactly yeah and it's helping give them you know an understanding of what it means to be an adult versus yeah. a kid because mm-hmm. that's the other thing that i think it also sends a message of is that there are certain adult things that happen and there's certain mm-hmm. things that are appropriate for kids sure and you know when you get to be an adult there you know the the doors will open for you to do mm-hmm. more things that you care sure. about Sure. Um, or maybe not, because now as a kid, you've learned all these different alternative methods of how to mm. deal that yeah. maybe you won't have to do the things that you've seen your mom do. And sure. it gives you choices, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah. 
Also, one other thing is, is, you know, being vocal about the potential consequences of those choices. You know, you mentioned sweets like, okay, yes, I'm doing this. I'm also accepting that this might not pan out too good for me. Like this might not, this might give me a cavity, but I'm, I'm an adult and I can choose that. And I've explained to my kids some of the consequences that you might get from things then affect me. My consequences mainly affect me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so if I, I you know, walk every on day. A, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, the consequence is now I, I have to make that extra step to pay attention to other things. Or, yes. you know, I could get a cavity or, yes, I'm looking at my phone, but, you know, I might get a headache and that's a consequence in itself. Yeah. Um, you know, if I say the the wrong words, if I cuss at somebody who it is not going to go over very well, I have to deal with that consequence. So I have to make those choices for myself. Uh, just relaying the fact that like, when you become an adult, you can do these things, understand the consequences that come with them. It is my job right now as your parent to try to help you avoid consequences. Right. That's my job. <laughs> What did I say in the last one? I was like, you don't live with your choices. You live with your consequences. Amen. Yes. (laughs) I I did actually say that to one of my kids. My oldest, since he's the one who could understand it the most. I did say that to him and he was just like, okay. Like he really, he thought about it. He didn't want to, he didn't want to admit that I was making some sense. So he was just like, he was like, Ooh, you look that right. good. He's like, ah, oh, okay. Anyway. Try to hold me accountable here. <laughs> I love it. Well, as always, thank you so much, Tiffany. It is always Definitely. a blast chatting with you. And I feel like we have, we're nailing it. Yes. Yes. And I just tell everybody, be your best self. I mean, that's all we're trying to do in this yes, world. So absolutely. Be your best self. Yes. All <laughs> right. Thank you. As always, so much fun to chat with Tiffany. She and I have entirely too much fun whenever we chat with each other. And uh, she's a great co-host. So hopefully you'll be seeing more of her as this season continues. For my house blend this week, I am going to spotlight a post from Sean Watson. It is called Road Tripping, Fun Texas Spring Break Destinations for Houston Families. This is a guide update, and she is going to share with us some hotspots for 2024 spring break. If you have not mapped out what your spring break is going to look like and you're sort of panicking, Sean has some great ideas for how to fill up your time with your kiddos home. I know a lot of us don't fully look forward to breaks with our kids because we don't know how to keep them busy and juggling stuff that we have to get done, work stuff, all of our obligations, but then also make fun and memories for our kids. Uh, It can be really overwhelming. So Sean's guide is a great go-to for figuring out how to keep those kids busy. Let's go ahead and wrap up with a see you later caffeinator for this week. I found this little snippet from craniumacademy.com. They have a blog there and it focuses on the concept of do as I say, not as I do. And it says that this is a typical parenting phrase that signals children not to copy negative behaviors that they are about to witness. And some parents believe that simply telling their children what to do is enough to ensure positive development, but that's not really the case. Like Tiffany and I discussed, we are our children's first teachers and they are watching everything we do. While it makes sense to explain to them the things we want for them, it's our actions have to match. So this post from Cranium Academy does kind of explain how important it is to emulate those things that you're teaching your children 
um, and also exploring that there are exceptions sometimes. So that isn't going to cause like conflict in your children's mind. Like mom says, I need to do this, but she's also doing that instead. So what's the deal? Um, so open communication is always super important. And just remembering that your kids are always watching. And as much as we want them to be productive, healthy, happy adults as they grow up, we also have to teach them that, hey, I don't always do my best. And I acknowledge that I'm trying. We're good. Thanks so much for joining another episode of the Cold Coffee Club. And You've been listening to week. the Cold Coffee Club, brought to you by Houston Moms. We wish you a fabulous week with your families and look forward to sharing many more cups of cold coffee with you.